Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, because I, I, I really I want felt to. bad. We went, yeah, we went hard on Aaron there. Because, I mean, Der- Derek Carr is, man, he's a compelling figure because he really is whatever you want him to be. You can look at his career with the Raiders and say, you know, they hired a GM off of television and Mike Mayock. <laughs> they hired a head coach to this, like, monstrosity of a contract and then he ends up getting fired because of his awful emails. Uh, they did. They have. They've never really had a defense, really. I mean, they had Khalil Mack in his prime for a little bit, but even those defenses weren't any good. The defenses are trash every year. But he did have Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. He had weapons. Um, you you have a lot of fourth quarter comebacks mixed in there. A lot of game winning drives. He has these moments where. Like man, yeah, Derek Carr is that guy. Like he 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 gets he he gets players to rally around him. They love playing for this guy. And then there's moments like that Pittsburgh game last season where, oh my God, like how do you not win that game? He had every opportunity. So before I share any thoughts I have, let's hear from the NFL longtime personnel man himself, Jim Monas. Carr is probably one of the most fascinating players, like in our discussion groups and, you know, guys I talk to as far as ex NFL employees that we still follow the sport car is one that coming out of college was a very heavily talked about player like, not like, is he the guy ton of ability tough? I think see, that's the part with car sometimes that bugs me because the one thing you hear about him on the big moments, big games, does he have that grit? Or is he the one throwing, is he the one hurting their team with those some of those crazy picks he, he's had in big games? We've all seen it. I think I'm sold on Carr being a good quarterback in the NFL. I think he's a good starting quarterback that you can win with, obviously. I think everything else just has to be in place. You know, I know we're just anointing the Jets as that team. I still don't think everything's in place for the Jets. I think they have obviously some pieces that look good. But once again, yeah, Carr is a guy that I think at your price, 
you go after. But if you're tr- if you think he's the answer again, I think you're wrong. Like I just think you have to do it at your price. I don't think he's willing. There's certain guys you're going to overpay for, right? I, I'm fine with that. I don't think he's an overpay guy. I don't. I don't think he drastically makes that your team. I think you want him, but it has to be for you at your price. And if he wants it, win-win. 63 and 79 as a starter. I know wins and losses yeah. aren't a quarterback step. But but yeah. his numbers are – I mean, they're, 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 they always look pretty good. Even even last season when they're, he went 6-9. and nine. How many playoff games has he played in? Does it say right there? Sometimes at yeah, the bottom. He, he's played in one playoff game. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, you can one. Like I said, go ahead and go after you know, him. Well, don't. the year the year he could have won MVP when he broke his leg. Obviously, he really he could have been the MVP that season. Good point. When he broke his leg against uh, the Colts on Christmas Eve. Yep. You know they were they were going to be the number one seed. They were God. They get in the fourth quarter. He and and there rally them, and then it went up in smoke. And then yeah, just and granted that 2021 run wasn't was impressive. They lost the Cincinnati nice wild card, but. but they I get just, in in that crazy Chargers game. It's just, I, yeah, I like Carr. I think in the right, I totally agree. Right situation, right team right around him. He, but I keep coming back to this being a, this is a young man's position and a young man's game. And you do need a quarterback that can do some of the athletic stuff, the RPO. That, that you, I, I like having some semblance of that as a, as a threat, which, it's which Jordan Love has. I love, I agree with you again. And the, the, and it's why Daniel Jones to be, and we can get into him a little bit too, but it's why it's what really makes him valuable is his ability to run in the red zone that he and he and Saquon, he and anybody, any quarterback that can run in the red zone is a nightmare. But I saw a great article by Warren Sharp, who I, I follow and think he does some great, and he does so much with analytics that I, that's all I really care about is analytics. And his, his Daniel Jones breakdown, it's, I think it was out yesterday or today. I read it this morning. Hmm. It's pretty impressive. It's basically what he's saying. He's not a good quarterback from the 20 to the 20, but inside the red zone, he made up some gaps this year in stats that really had a lot to do with Saquon. But that 20 to 20, he's not playing very well. And, and you hear me every week say, I don't believe in him as a, as a franchise guy. And I think that's what it is, is I don't see the special throws from Daniel Jones to give me the confidence to say he's the guy. I've seen more special runs from him that make me think, okay, you can do some stuff with Daniel Jones. But that passing and the down in, down out, 20 to 20, as Sharp put, Warren Sharp points out, that you need to see that from him. And the last guy we need to talk about, and I want to hear your stuff on all these guys, and I just want – but the one guy I would overpay for and go crazy on right now, but he's not going anywhere, is Lamar Jackson. And I love what Baltimore is doing. New quarterback coach, new offensive coordinator. They are committing to what they know they have. And it's special what they have. You can't find it. Get rid of Greg Roman. You can find Greg Roman. James Urban. The quarterback coach. I've known James. I played against him in high school and back in Harrisburg. Known James for a long time. He's a hell of a football coach. Guess what? Move on. Lamar has made his voice. He wants some new voices. Like Lamar wants to hear some new voices. 
I think Baltimore is getting ready to commit to him. You do. Long I do. Term. I think, a lot I of think money. by them, I think the coordinator and the new quarterback coach is saying, here we go. This is our last chance. They know the window is now with Lamar. Lamar is going to hit an age when the legs go like Cam. Probably moves that they could have, should have made one or two years prior, but they're, they're Fair making enough. Them. Fair and enough. you, you would have to think they need more complexity to their wide receiver game. The past everything routes, they the, need to revamp they more concepts. It. No doubt. How many running backs? You don't, I don't even know who their running backs. It's game to game. They have three new running backs. I feel like they have been a yeah. complete patchwork offense. The best thing for Lamar was that um, I'm hoping that injury wasn't serious for him this year, but the, the fact that he could just get out outstanding for that franchise, they weren't doing anything this year. It wasn't going to happen. They got could him have been best for now. the team and the quarterback. You're right. And it gave them time to sit back and say, no, he's our guy. Let's get this right. I, I, I love it. That's a great point. because that's, And I bet Harbaugh – yeah. No, go ahead. I was just thinking Harbaugh might also be thinking as a head coach. I look at Coach Sean Payton. And once that quarterback is done, they know they're pretty much done. Unless they have the guy in place, which most people don't. And Harbaugh's probably thinking, well, if I'm coaching here – he he's going to need to be my quarterback because I don't have I don't know what I'm doing. Even though Huntley was a Pro Bowler, or the backup, or uh, not, I said Huntley. He's not a Pro Bowler, but um, <laughs> they uh, watch your mouth. I, I have a feeling that just when a coach is ready to like he's bringing coordinator quarter. Those are major hires um, and firings. Basically, when you move on from them and bring guys in. Those are major, and I think that is for one person and one person only. And I like that. I don't know a lot about you know. I'm not in the building, but they. I think they're they're getting T. Martin involved with Lamar Jackson. I like a new voice for Lamar. I like that. Mm. I don't know. I like. What T. do you Martin think too. about that? You think I'm you think I'm blowing that out? You think I'm making that a bigger deal than it is? No, I think you're I absolutely be. spot on. I, I I love the way you broke it down. I mean. It brings me back to Willie Sneed, you know, coming coming on to go along for that Q and A. I, I think we even put that interview in the in this podcast feed. But he was blunt. He was he was a wide receiver in that offense. He pointed out how simple everything was. He's like, look, that's why they veteran receivers don't really want to go there. You don't want to go somewhere, and you know, here's your route tree, one through nine. There you go. There you have it. Uh, you yeah, some of it's on Lamar and his inaccuracies. I think more of it's on the scheme. And that doesn't take anything away from what Greg Roman's doing at the line of scrimmage. He's brilliant with run designs and scheming things up for Lamar. But I think Lamar wants to evolve as a passer and knows for his own longevity that that's going to have to be more of the bread and butter of what makes him a great quarterback. And you can't do it in that scheme with, with, with what they were asking their wide receivers to do. Remember Steve Smith? Going nuts after they lost to Buffalo in the divisional round. I mean, when Steve Smith's on NFL Network, and he just is ripping it as LM Henry and like trashing Greg Roman. He's not just going off the cuff. He's speaking for players. He's probably speaking for Lamar Jackson to an extent. And that was two plus years ago at this point, two full seasons ago, and and nothing changed. So finally, something's changing. 
they're showing Lamar Jackson. We are changing. Uh, Mark Andrews is dynamite as he is as a tight end. That's what we I was need some about. wide outs, right? I mean, Hollywood Brown was, that was Lamar's guy. Hey, look, they gave Lamar who we wanted at wide receiver. Marquise Brown told me that. He said, like, they told Lamar, who do you want? And he said, well, I think it was like, yeah, I like Jerry, Jerry Judy or the next year, or Hollywood Brown. And so they, and it didn't work out. And Hollywood Brown wanted out because he felt he was being misused. So who they get as their starting wide receivers is the next step. Who's going to be out there? Cause last year they had nobodies. No, and that's and they they mess with that too. I mean, they took Bateman high. That you know they've they, they've messed around trying to get some, but are those the right fits? Like you can't just what does that receiver fit your system? And if your system is confusing in the passing game, then I don't know if you really know the right guy to draft for Greg Roman. Like, is he the right receiver for Greg Roman's offense? I don't know enough to say that. I can tell you it didn't look right. It didn't. T. Martin having more of a voice is interesting. I like that. Like I said, it shows I can't stand when teams don't change. If things are the same, like stagnant and they don't change. And for Baltimore, I think they hit a wall. And how do you get over that wall with Lamar? That you have to. And and I think they're saying, okay, it's time. Let's get new voices on offense. See what we can do with Lamar with new voices. That's my take on it. I like it. So we'll they they it's like what what would your life be without Lamar Jackson? You're you're completely starting over. They don't they, John Harbaugh doesn't want to do that. So exactly. <laughs> whether it's the the tag and a long term deal at some point. Do that Sean Payton, he's gonna do that. Hey, I'm gonna step away and then uh yeah. you guys can trade and take can take trade on Russell Wilson. Well, somebody can trade for me, but. All right. I want to work our way backward. Right, Daniel Jones, great point on the sharp analysis. And that's where the games are won in the red zone. That's why Brian Dayball is such a great coach. Look at Josh no Allen question. in the red zone under Dayball, Josh Allen in the red zone without him. I mean, that's, Anthony that's where Lynn, games that they matter so much more than anything that happens between the twenties. Anthony Lynn, when he was with us in Buffalo, put me, you know, he used to say to us, like, he would go for two. He's like, Tyrod and Shady, I get every two-point conversion every time with those two in the backfield. I'm like, that makes sense to me. Like, how do you defend that on a two-point conversion? You can't. You really can't. When you got a but, quarterback who is a legitimate threat to run, and Daniel that, Jones that's why is you that. cannot underestimate it. Daniel Jones is that. And the yes, RPO and game, they, and that RPO game it can have its own complexities. No doubt. No doubt. I still, and, I don't see him being the guy. I've talked about that enough. I don't want to take away from what he's done. I do like, I mean, Daniel, I do like some things with him. I just think there's a ceiling there that I, I just don't know if he gets over, if he gets them to that goal, you know, that they want. That's understandable. I, I think that that, it, it's exactly what we talked about late last season uh, when we were dissecting Daniel Jones. It's, both sides should be able to get what they want here because I don't even fault Daniel Jones. If he genuinely wants 45 million a year, I mean, try, go for it. Try to get every penny you can. It. People were laughing at him and mocking him. And I, I would never like get, no. get all the money you can. He's not going to yes. get it. Obviously, you know, but you might as well test the waters, 
All it takes is one desperate owner, one desperate team. What if the Washington Commanders said, yeah, Daniel Jones, whatever you want, baby. Come on into town. We'll build the statues. And then you do it. So you'd be stupid to not – you would be stupid (laughs) to not, like, shoot for the moon and change your agencies like he's doing and and go through all of that right now after Daniel Jones. Why not? Do it. What I'm saying is – both sides are going to come to their senses and meet in the middle. Daniel Jones doesn't want to go through these different head coaches and offensive coordinators and the hell he had with the Joe Judges and Pat Shermers and Dave Gettleman's of the world. He doesn't want any of that. He knows he's got a good thing with Brian Dable and Joe Shane and that now they've got a little more cap flexibility to get him a weapon. Maybe they make a bold move like the Bills did with Diggs, like the Eagles did with A.J. Brown, like the Dolphins did with Tyreek Hill. Maybe they do something like that. And, and then we can have that conversation about them being a contender. But, but it also makes sense for the Giants to not get locked into a long-term insane contract because they're going to want to have the flexibility to watch that college film of a Mahomes, somebody like that, and do what Andy Reid did. But he had Alex Smith, Pro Bowl quarterback. He's going to the playoffs with Alex Smith. That's a perfect comparison for Daniel Jones. Like Very similar. And, and you know what? If they, if they, Brian Dable's eye for quarterbacks is, is rare. He sees this college prospect coming up in 2024, 2025, and he trades a future first rounder to move up and get that guy. You want a deal that still kind of allows you that flexibility if you're Dable and Shane and the Giants. And I, I, I think they'll meet in the middle. It might take a little bit, it might take some concessions from Jones because there's probably a team out there that is so needy and desperate that they would give him a longer-term deal and give him that security. It's not going to be no 45 a year. It's probably out there. Um, but it does make and, – and, right, the pr- conversation probably starts and ends with the franchise tag. <laughs> there it is, right? Just run it back for a year, work on uh, a, a three-year deal of some sort. I, I just I have a hard time seeing him playing for anybody else but the Giants, especially this season. I agree. The biggest difference between Alex Smith and Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones didn't rip my heart out when I was with the Saints on that throw to Vernon Davis. Until Daniel Jones has a moment like that in the playoffs, we can't say he's Alex Smith because Alex Smith did some big time plays in the playoffs. Um, You're right. We, we but, don't want to besmirch Alex Smith. He was to your a point, lot better than he got credit point, for. But to your point, talent-wise, it's a really I like that comparison as far as he can move. Daniel Jones is probably a better. He's a better. He, Alex Smith was a really good athlete too. Daniel Jones is like he's outstanding athletically. I mean, it's what he does best. His legs make him make him like they should. I mean, he could be like Hertz. I mean, they could use him like Hertz if he committed to his legs like that. It's probably but, what they do. I mean, you might as well. Because they're both – Hertz is more of a straight-ahead runner. You know, he's not a real – like, Lamar is just – Lamar is like Shady McCoy. Those, Lamar is special off the charts, right? You don't find those guys. But those straight-ahead runners with speed, that's Daniel Jones. That's Alex Smith. Jalen Hurts is straight-ahead. He's not a make-you-miss guy. He takes some shots. Um, and that's always concerning. Like, Cam Newton took a lot of shots, you know. As a big runner, straight ahead. Hertz is eligible. He's going to break the bank. He wants to break the bank. AJ Brown wants him to break the bank. Not to completely switch gears here, but no, you—that's a good it's, one. It's about to get interesting for Howie Roseman. It's not. Eagles. 
It's not going to get interesting. He's he's, <laughs> he's going to have to do. I'm it. saying no, he'll do it. Oh. I'm saying it gets interesting in that. Oh, you know, they're, they're, it's going to be harder once you pay and, that money. And go full circle, Tyler, to what we always talk about, the window of opportunity when you're the Eagles and you were playing against an injured Patrick Mahomes and you were up 10. You can't forget those moments. Just like the Bills will never forget 13 seconds. The Eagles are always going to have to look at that moment in the Super Bowl. That was their Super Bowl to win. And you and just like that Bills game was theirs to beat the Chiefs. That was your game to win, and you didn't. Eagles, yep. that was your game to yep. win, didn't. Hard to get back. It's just hard to get back. That's not rocket science. That's just the facts. Well, I mean, you 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 definitely under. I mean, you definitely believe in that window, don't you? Like as far as you oh, see yeah. it, close, like you can see when teams starting to feel it. Like the Bills are going to start feeling it come the other way now. Like after you pay your quarterback, you've officially now you have to evaluate what did we do before the contract? All right, we made the move. Like if you're the Bills, yep, he got us to the championships. We're right on the brink. Mm-hmm. Um, so you pay him. Eagles, Hurts got us there. You pay him, but you still haven't won one. Now you've paid him. Now this is your next three years, and or the window shuts. That's why this is. We I don't know if we've gone this long without bringing up the Buffalo Bills on a podcast, but that that was pretty long. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. It, it, w- w- what a what a massive off season for the Bills. And yeah. where do you start? What do you do? We'll, we'll spend time getting into it these coming weeks and months. But they've got a Tremaine Edmonds. They got to figure out if they want him at what price. Stephon Diggs unhappy. You've got the cryptic post from his brother and. You do wonder. I I haven't heard anything here. This is us just thinking. If he's unhappy about whatever, Diggs does have leverage in the fact they don't really have anybody else at receiver that terrifies the defense. So whatever he does want, he can probably get. Because Buffalo's not going to want to lose him. I mean, they just gave him a lot of money. What's what's the deal with him and the quarterback? Uh Let's not, you know, make something into a big deal quite yet. But there could be some unhappiness there, these receivers. He digs himself as has, has dropped a few breadcrumbs. Yeah, digs would be I, – I would – that would be – professionally, that would be a su- surprisingly strange move for me if Diggs would leave. He's not going to want to leave Josh Allen at the end exactly. of the day. Exactly. He's, he's fine. Yeah, let's let's that Bills off season. That's for another pod. Yeah, I think that requires some. I need to. I want to look at that. I want to be a little more. And I'd also like to hear from um, if we get some Twitter questions on the Bills off season too. Let us know. I'd love to hear what some people are thinking. Yeah. And just to keep kind of working backward before we wrap it up, Jim yeah. Derek Carr. Where does he go? What What's reasonable? Uh, if you're running a team, are you interested? At what price? What What, what shakes out? With him, yeah. you know, we don't know what Aaron's going to do, but what makes sense, Derek Carr wise? Saints. Ooh, I like that. I like Saints for him. Better I think defense. Dennis, I like that they've kept Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen, I've always respected him. Um, don't know him as a head coach, but when I worked with him in New Orleans, he was a position coach, but he was so always just 
outside the box, very, you know, as far as like he believes in analytics to a point, but yeah, he, I liked him as an evaluator too. I, I could see that being a fit. They, they, they need a car there, gives them some stability. Their defense is pretty good. They have Kamara. I like that for car. We've got a lot of NSC. players. Like, not just your, you have, they have some young players like Chris Olave, but they're the, the core He's of their so team are, are veterans. And you, you, Carr fits the direction of the team. You could you can talk yourself into winning the division and compete in the playoffs with Carr if you're the same. You spent time you spent time with the uh, Demario Davis. You know how tough those that defense has. Cam Jordan, those those are veteran tough guys. Yeah. They're like your Cam Haywards in Pittsburgh, where he's going to be the same every year. Like they're showing up and you can't explain guys like that. They might not be the fastest, most athletic anymore, but they, nobody can mess with them. But that tells you that those guys still showing up, they believe in the franchise enough that they want to keep playing. Obviously they want to pay a check, but they believe enough that we have something here. Like we can still make a run. You know, they know there might be a quarterback away. So that receiver is incredible, by the way, that was a great point by you. Olave. Yeah, it's uh, what a class. So that would be a good one, I think. I think Carr would look good in New Orleans. Carr, New Orleans. Daniel Jones stays with the Giants. Yes. Lamar gets his big deal with the Ravens. Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to say Jets. I'm going retired. You're going retired? Wow. I'm guessing. The same class as Tom Brady? Same Hall of Fame. Okay. I'll say Jets. I love love you know I love Aaron Rodgers. I can't defend him anymore. I don't want to see him go anywhere else. I think it's time. I want to see Jordan Love play. I like it. Okay. Uh, Did we miss any quarterback predictions? Those are the big guns. Baker Mayfield will carve out three hours for him tomorrow. In my dream world. I am. I'm team Baker. I still there's a scenario there. You know what's you know what's wild? You know what team we didn't even talk about once? Somebody's going to get left out of this quarterback carousel. I shouldn't say left out because they'll, they'll draft somebody. They'll draft somebody, and they'll just have to play that rookie very, very soon. But Carolina, they had Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. They did the veteran thing. They probably draft somebody, right? And then they just hope they get the right one. You know, that's a I mean, Frank Reich. I mean, if he makes a pitch for Carr to that new owner. Frank Reich just did the whole veteran thing. He went through the – he's not going to want to do that again. I think he will. He, really? If it's Carr, maybe, but Carr, – Carr would be the stopgap because they're the guy they drafted got hurt, which yeah. is a setback. You know, you can't rely on that. So I, I could see where – I could see them going after Carr, yeah. That division, think if you're that division. Yeah. If you're Carolina, I mean, you are Saints, you're a quarterback away. Who has one it's, in that division? And the, the Buccaneers are going to be in total rebuild. Tampa, um, Atlanta, Atlanta still doesn't have a guy. They're, they're waiting on that rookie from last year, Ritter. Um, I love this headline at Pro Football Talk, by the way. Will the 49ers try to get Tom Brady to end his second annual retirement? <laughs> sure. Let's let's get crazy. Let's get nuts. I love it. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. That's a great George Costanza said. It's a great one. All right. 
Jim, that was a good show. Thank you so much for taking all this time and everything you've got going on with the XFL. We all uh, do. Everybody's life is busy. We got to take, hey, talk. We got to talk football. We got to talk NFL sometimes. Totally agree. Let's keep it going. Um, again, go long td.com for the shows with Bob McGinn breaking down what Green Bay is going to do at quarterback. I've got my story on Jordan Love live at the site. I don't know if 7,000 words on Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers is for everybody, but I, I think you'll enjoy it. Talk to a lot of people. And it says a lot about the NFL and, and how you kind of seek a quarterback, but that, that's going to do it for us. Thanks so much for watching, for listening. We will catch you very, very soon.